You're listening to the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast, where we explore the connection between exercise and positive mental health. And our big mission, it's to help 10,000 women develop fitter minds and bodies in the next two years. I'm your host, Michelle Frost. Let's get moving. Welcome to episode number 19 of the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast. Today, we speak to Chris Ganser, and he shares how he and his wife decided to make some lifestyle changes, and this led to his newfound love of running. Enjoy. Well, today on Fit Mind, Fit Body, we have Chris Ganser. He is a new friend of mine. We're about to uh, become friends while we have a chat uh, on the podcast this morning. So welcome, Chris. I really appreciate you coming on board. Good morning, Michelle. It's really great to be here. It's a great pleasure. So to get to know you a little bit more, what can you tell us about yourself? So where do you live? What do you do? That kind of stuff. Um, so I'm in Brisbane. Uh, I've been involved in food most of my life, you know, food processing. I used to be a cheesemaker in a different life. Um, you know, so for me, uh, it's really interesting to, uh, you know, be involved in, in a running conversation, given that most of my stuff is about food and drinking and having a, you know, good time. And to have a good time in a slightly different way is quite peculiar, but enjoyable. Wow. So um, going, so do you, did you grow up in Brisbane for a start? Let's go back a little bit. Uh, no, mainly in the country. So I grew up around uh, the Darling Downs, around Toowoomba and yeah. uh, you know, spent most of my time in the country. I've lived um, in Brisbane probably for five years now. So, you know, to have come to the city, you know, as a, in my 40s was quite a peculiar thing. Um, you know, I we ditched the kids, uh, come back to, to Queensland to be closer to family and, you know, live in the city has been a really good, fun experience that was very different to my upbringing of being in, you know, regional towns and yeah. out in the country. Wow. And you said you were making, you were a cheesemaker at one mm. point? Yeah, yeah. So I'd done a food technology degree um, at an ag college, uh, you know, got involved in the dairy industry, uh, you know, built, you know, made lots of food in different sorts of ways, mainly in the dairy industry. Um, you know, met some guys that wanted to set up a cheese factory. I thought that would be fun. Went and did that for a while. It was great. Um, I think the drought got us, you know, the millennial drought really got us yeah. in, in the end. And I went off and had some adventures in wine, which was really exciting as well. Oh, so, wow. um, but, uh, you know, I uh, had a lot of fun both here and then I went down to the Hunter Valley for about six or seven years. And uh, at the end of that, our kids had grown up, um, you know, heading off doing their own thing. And we'd seen a got to a logical conclusion of where we wanted to be in the Hunter Valley and it was time to come back closer to family in southeast Queensland so yeah. we came back about maybe 2016 and uh, you know having had done a lot in food and a lot in wine had a lot of good time and was probably carrying a lot of weight uh, in that process yeah. uh, and I was happy I was happy to do that uh, but my wife wasn't so happy with that you were taking one for the team <laughs> well, look, she said to me, look, we really need to make a change. And uh, I was like, are you sure about that? I'm, I'm, I'm not so convinced about that. And I had to be slightly dragged, kicking and screaming. But 
um, you know, we had some good friends close to us that, that also mentored us and, you know, encouraged us to, to come along that path. And, uh, you know, that was probably the 2018. Mm-hmm. We decided we were going to lose some weight and get on with it and, um, you know, enjoy our food, yeah. but definitely switch off from having a really good time and, and you know, change up our lifestyle. So coming back to Brisbane was sort of the, uh, the catalyst for getting that done. Getting it started. Do you think the changing your environment really helped? Like if you'd stayed where you were in that same environment with the same friends and that you would kept doing the same, or it would have been a harder transition, do you think? To no, go from- no, I don't think so. I yeah. think for us, just for us as a couple, yeah. Um, and we did it, we, I guess we'd always done things as a couple. So, you know, it was a lot easier to do that. Um, you know, there was no need to be have the peer pressure of you know a friends group um and we just decided that we really wanted to do it so we got stuck into it um not knowing where the path would go you know thinking oh okay we'll lose some weight you know that's good yeah okay we probably need to be a bit healthy you know getting to my my 40s probably need to you know when you were thinking we, we need to lose some weight what was the first thing that you guys thought that you needed to introduce or stop doing or what like what was the uh, for that? we uh, we had a really good australia day uh we had a huge big thing uh, had some friends over had a great meal heaps of wine and i look back at those photos and go wow we really did need to make that change now <laughs> i'll look at a picture of myself uh but we decided before then um but that Australia Day was our cut where we were going to go, right? From 1 February, we're going to stick to a really good healthy diet. We're going to go for it. And we did that Michael Mosley fast yep. 800. And look, for us, worked pretty good, actually. Yeah. Um, we committed to it. We prepped with meals. We decided we were going to actively make a change. So that was sort of the first bit of it. Um, but then I decided I was going to, do the parkrun thing my wife had started been doing it and our friends that were mentoring us they'd been doing it and they weren't fast just very average you know 30 minute 35 minute runners you know very, very comfortable um and i couldn't even do the first few i got to three k's and i just stopped yeah uh, but I went and did some, you know, eventually I was just doing a 5K walk pretty much every day for like five days a week, um, plus eating better. Yeah. And suddenly after like 12 weeks, I dropped 15 kilos. Wow. It was incredible. Yeah, it was totally amazing. And then, you know, just steadily, steadily my, my pace picked up and I love numbers. Like, oh, I just, if there's a goal to achieve, I'll just go for it, you know. And suddenly I was dropping, every week I was dropping three, four minutes off park run. That's awesome. And I just ran, I felt like Forrest Gump probably, but, you know. Not at all. I was just running and running and running. And I started that year, my first park run, I, I did 50 minutes. Mm. Yep. So we'd got, we'd, you know, we'd got off the couch. Mm-hmm. Going the block. <laughs> yeah, just walking around the block. I mean. The lovely thing is that we are down near University of Queensland. Um, so we're in a city, Brisbane. It's a beautiful environment. So easy to get out. The weather's amazing. Um, 
In fact, in Brisbane, it's probably pretty stinking hot, really. I mean, it's 24 degrees today, so we're in the middle of winter. So I'm not telling you what it is here today in Tasmania. Yeah, no, I wouldn't <laughs> want to think about it, really. No, it's just, you know, for a, for a Queensland, it's just way too cold. But, but uh, yeah, I, uh, I, you know, I was really enjoying Parkrun mm-hmm. and I just did it. We, yeah, started to 48, 50 minutes. So I could walk it yeah. and I could hardly get to the end, you know. But steadily, steadily doing that sort of 5Ks every day, I realised that, you know, anyone can do two or three, but five's a bit of a tricky distance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it does take that level of stamina to sort of make that effort to get through that, particularly that last 2Ks. Mm. It's probably much a mental battle as it is a, uh, you know, a physical battle. But um, steadily I sort of got there. And by the end of the year, I think I'd got down to about 23 minutes. Wow. Minutes. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So it was a pretty, pretty amazing sort of, you know, commitment to the process. Do you um, think if you weren't getting the, the results, it sounded like you got them pretty quickly and probably because of the combination of, um, you know, your change of diet or, you know, just being more careful about what you were eating perhaps or the amounts um, and the regular exercise meant that you were getting that quite consistent um, improvement. Do you think it would have been as easy to stick to that regular? I I think for some people, they probably really struggle with that. Um, Certainly my wife sort of struggled in that first year, I think, to really, um, you know, find the motivation to go and get out and do those. Whereas for me, it was, hey, this is a new goal to to try and achieve. Yeah. And I sort of jumped into it a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you do that, like they're never fully sustainable. Yeah. You know, you, you go and do them, but then, you know, you'll do them for 12 months and then you'll just fall off. I'm like then what? Yeah, exactly. What's well, next? you know, by the time I got back around to February, just pre-COVID, Mm-hmm. Um, I'd got down to 22 minutes. Awesome. But I ended up with a stress fracture to do it. <laughs> yeah. So I had a, you know, I had a tibial stress fracture. Ouch. And, you know, so I'd just gone from nothing and I'd got down to 79 kilos. So I'd started, I'd started the journey at 106. How tall are you? Mm, six one. Okay. Yeah. Very good. So, uh, you know, my body mass index had gone from obese to to normal. Yeah. I'd gone from an extra large to a medium. Wow. Yeah, so I had to go and buy all new clothes. Big changes. Yeah, yeah. So it's expensive, you know. You think of eating less is not expensive, but you got to go and buy a whole new wardrobe. It's just the difference, probably the difference between a good bottle of wine. <laughs> you can definitely look at it from that point of view but um you you know i just i just ended up with a stress fracture wow. and, and they're like no you've got to stop doing this i'm like no i can't do this and then covid came along you know <sighs> i just gotta keep going you know i just gotta i i did this for to lose weight and get my you know have a better balance in life and and you know yeah. But I didn't have a better balance in life. I just, you know, just run myself into the ground. See, you kind of just took, and not, and I'm not saying addiction, but you kind of just took one thing that you did, you know, all of a lot of your life because of work and environment and things, which was, you know, having these great foods and wines and things. Yeah. You, you just sort of replaced that with, okay, now I run or 
bit of it and, yeah, and I run and I run and I run. So it's sort of that yeah, replacement right. of one thing that with another like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Exactly. And um, and so, you know, that had to be a really big reset about how you approach that. And and mm. and there was no there was no back backup to, you know, get that sort of stuff right. So uh, you know, post COVID, um, you know, I'd sort of done taken time off from it and, you know, probably put back on a little bit of weight, but not too bad. Sort of got back to about 85, 86. Mm. So it was okay. Um, but I just, um, you know, it, it was just a terrible time for everyone, really. Mm. So, you know, you just had to work out how you're going to adjust for that. But I guess the good thing in Queensland is we got back to parkrun pretty quickly, actually. We were, we were back in November. That's pretty um, good. Yeah, it was fantastic. And, um, you know, I just, I got back and started, you know, running with the guys and just doing a bit, doing a bit of volunteering for the first time. And, um, you know, really engaged with, I'd liked the guys that were, you know, were running the the St. Lucia Park Run. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just started spending more time with them. I really enjoyed their company and, um, you know, volunteered a bit more and I've really enjoyed that too. And I've actually started to realise there's a lovely sense of community in this process. Um, and, yeah, and, and that probably has been the biggest good change for me. It's, hey, this is a sense of community. You know, I'd probably just tend to flit off and do something else normally. You know, try that. Had a great experience. Move on to the next thing. Um, have a good experience. Move on to the next mm-hmm. thing. But this one is probably the first time in a long time that I've gone. It's a great sense of community. I really want to be involved in this. And, and, and I think the, you know, Park Run and some good friend, close friends around me have, you know, given me that opportunity to go, this is really worth sticking at. This is really good. So it's almost like the, it's the getting fit, getting healthy or whatever it is that, uh, that motivated you initially was what got you there to the Park Run and kept you there for a little while while you were getting results. But it was the community and the relationships that you were building there that has Yeah, and I would normally get my motivation internally. I would normally get my motivations internally, but, you know, this is um, a very different thing where you're getting your motivations from, you know, the people around you and being encouraged and, um, you know, have the opportunity to discuss them in in good detail that you learn things from, you know, people that have been there and done it and, you know, met some incredible people through the process. You know, I just recently started, got invited to you know, informal run with some guys from Brisbane Roadrunners Club. And, yeah. you know, they've been an amazing sense of community as well. And I just uh, literally joined up on the weekend for Roadrunners Club, which was nice. So, awesome. um, you know, the journey continues a bit and um, just, yeah, just enjoy spending time with those guys and what they've got to talk about in life and mm-hmm. talk about in running. And it's um, just builds a, a bit of complexity to your life. It's, yeah, it's a great great place to be at can you um remember when you started all of this do you remember what was going through your head as to um, you know i'm start running is part of of your um you know this uh, trying to become more healthy uh, during this next part of your life do you remember thinking that well now i'm running i'll have to keep running uh, to maintain this, you know, and, and for as long as I can, is that, you know, this is now what I do? Is it, do you, or was it just, this is what I'm doing now to get what lose the weight? And once that happens, you know, I guess I'll reassess then that kind of. Yeah. I mean, the first thing was 
complete and utter resistance. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. really want to do this. I am not you a know. runner. <laughs> yes, yes. Look, I'd run as a kid, but, you know, I you know, hadn't done it for such a long time. I hadn't mm -hmm. run for 25 years, you know. So, wow. uh, so yes, it was just a means to ends, really. You know, yeah. I'll walk and now, oh, okay, this isn't so bad, so I'll run. Oh, and this isn't so bad. But it was definitely still a means to an end. Yeah, absolutely. And That's now? It. How is it now? Oh, well, look, you know, we've been back probably, what, you know, seven or eight months mm -hmm. um, from COVID and, and, you know, just started to meet more people and um, really get out, engage, you know. My Thursday ring the road running, guys. You know, it's a 5.30 a.m. start. Oh, we've got one of those yeah. here. I have resisted <laughs> the 5.30 yeah, yeah. start. Absolutely. But, you know, I've got my alarm clock set at five, you know, Go and you. it goes, you know, and um, I'm actually really enjoy getting up to do it. It's um, it's not a chore, except for one day where it was slightly drizzly rain. But, you know, in Britain, we can do that. You can. You know, we can do it in winter and it's a really still a lovely experience. It makes the rest of the day feel pretty uh, good, too, I think, whenever I, I, I tend to run more in the morning. Oh, for sure. But, you know, being in Brisbane, you know, we, you know, if you if you haven't run normally by 6.30 or 7 in the morning, it's going to be 25 degrees and 70% humidity, you know, so it's so a pretty right. tough, tough struggle at the other end of the, of the temperature grade, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so I was interested, we kind of glazed over the fact that you got the stress factors and things. Mm. Um, Having by then, it sounded like you had really adopted running as a part of, you know, the fabric of who you are, at least for the yeah. time being. Um, yeah, yeah. And then you had that double whammy of COVID as well. So, like we talk a little bit on this podcast about identity and and how running anything that we do actually becomes a part of our identity, at least for that period. And it's that letting go of it sometimes can be quite challenging and whether we should have our identity attached to something that could be so easily <laughs> withdrawn from us for all sorts of reasons. Um, so I was just wondering how, how you dealt with that during that time. Like, was it quite a struggle to think, oh, this, because I know whenever runners get injury, it's like, oh no, that's the only thing they want to do then is run like 24 hours a day if they could, but they can't because of the injury. It's almost like that taking it away. So did you yeah, find I that? Real yeah, struggle. I can definitely see that. Yeah, I was, um, you know, have, still being only a new runner, I'm like, I'd only been doing it for 12 months. And then to have that scenario, I can I can definitely relate to how that that's the case. I mean, if you, you know, people who don't do that sort of process, don't do that running, um, probably think it's a bit weird, really. But I think when you really decide you want to do that running as is, is your thing, um, yeah, I can definitely associate with how how you get to that point where you go no I just got to keep going you know uh but but you end up being pretty hard on yourself and I think that you see you know you, you hear people complain about you know running oh it's you know it's no good for your knees or it's no good for your back or it's no good for whatever well it's only because you haven't been kind to yourself mm. and I think that that was a part of the process that I had to deal with um you know, was not being hard on yourself. I mean, we've got a world pandemic. You've run yourself into the ground. Uh, you know, uh, ev everyone's having difficulty. Like, just mm. find the things, just be kind to yourself for just a little bit of time mm -hmm. um, and it'll come good. And, you know, 
I'm not particularly good at that sort of stuff, but, uh, you know, it was certainly a learning experience. Um, I think I got there. I don't know. Like, at the time, no, I probably didn't feel like I was being kind to myself anyway, but I think um, the results show that I was probably kind to myself better than I've been historically. So, mm. yeah. So, would, do you call yourself a runner now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think... Um, I um, yesterday was supposed to be the Gold Coast Marathon. Yes. And uh, it was the second year in a row that we'd booked in and it, and it had been cancelled. Of course. So last year we went down to the Gold Coast and I ran the, ran the course. And the first year I ran it was, you know, my first year of running and I did a, I did a 58 minute 10K. Wow. And, um, and it was good. You know, I really enjoyed it. It was such a lovely run to be out there uh the second year when we were in lockdown um we weren't really in lockdown in southeast queensland we we had the opportunity to go and do things just couldn't do events mm-hmm. um, and so i ran that 10k course there were a few people out there which was really lovely and i think i did a 56 minute 50 54 minute i did that yeah. year uh, anyway this year we were ready to go it's great done all the training it's couldn't look forward to it more. And then they locked Brisbane down for their, their three-day lockdowns, which, you know, historically, three-day lockdowns have been great. Mm. You, you the, the first couple were a bit scary because you didn't know what was happening. But, you know, history had told us that three-day lockdown is going to be great. Lockdown for three days. Uh, be patient. You'll get out. We'll be back to normal. And get uh, up they, on some stuff at home. Correct. <laughs> anyway. They locked us down and they added an extra day and, you know, just cancelled a whole heap of stuff and it was really unfortunate. Um, it hurt hard, actually. It hurt really hard. But uh, we all met up. We were allowed to, to come out of lockdown on Saturday and mm-hmm. we all met up on, on Sunday, a few of us in Brisbane, and I ran my 10K uh, with some of the Brisbane Road Runner guys. And, uh, I did a 49-minute. So, oh my gosh that's so, amazing uh, yeah so it was great I, I was hoping for a bit better but you know but a 49 minutes so you know with that sort of approach it probably makes me a runner right I think so yeah totally yeah I th- that was one of the things I can remember when I started running in my 20s and it was like am I a runner yet when am I a runner <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> And you, there's even articles on it, like when can you call yourself a runner? It's like, yeah, right. It's no, to- totally up to us. <laughs> well, when I was a kid, I used to run, um, you know, just mid-distance, so 800, 1500 cross mm. countries. Really loved it. It was great fun, but I would never, ever train. Mm. Never train. I'd just get out there, run as hard as I could, uh, you know, pull up really stiff and sore for the next day. Uh, and we'd, uh, but I'd get to represent the school. We'd go on to the next level of the regional things. And my sister was always pretty keen too. And but she would occasionally say to me, I know she pulled me up one time. She said, "Why you were running really, really well, and then you backed off? Like what was going on there? Mm-hmm. And you didn't make it to the next round." And I'm like, "Yeah, no kidding. I didn't want to have to go and do training." <laughs> so I would, you know, I'd. I'd know that you'd have to become 10th in the cross country, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd hear them calling out, you know, what positions people were coming in and then I'd just back off so that the next person would pass me and I'd come 11th. 
and I didn't have to go and do the training. So, you know, that's the sort of background I've come from, from a running point of view, because there were too many other things to do. You know, there was music or whatever, um, yeah. or school, you know, academic. Um, I had lots of other stuff to do. Um, so I would never have considered myself, you know, a runner as a kid. It was just a, a, a bunch of fistful of activities that you would do, you know, mm. uh, and I didn't want to be locked down to any of them. I just wanted to enjoy them so uh and enjoy them all for what they were so to to now to become you know a, a grown-up and uh and I hit 50 last year I think I hope yeah maybe you think yeah COVID kind of changed everything yeah like, that's right yeah, our yeah, sense exactly. of time <laughs> yeah exactly yeah but look I hit 50 you know last year and uh mm -hmm. and I, I feel very comfortable to now you know consider myself a runner Mm -hmm. so what would you say that running because you're new to running it's it's a delight to talk to you in many ways because it's such it's still a fresh new thing that you're discovering it's it, yeah. again, it's kind of like so it's lovely to talk to you about it rather you know some of us get you know oh running <laughs> whereas <laughs> it's kind of it, yeah so it's wonderful oh yeah so you're discovering yeah and you're discovering things all the time like the and there's plenty more for all of us to discover actually, but I'm, I'm sure you're discovering things um, quite, you know, every day. So in saying that, what do you, what is highlighted to you at the moment um, as being given to your life that running has given to your life at the moment? What's the, the best thing that you feel like running has given you? Oh, just at the moment, like just probably the last, you know, four or five months, it's, it's been the sense of community, I think. Mm -hmm. I think, um, you know, I would never have, I've never valued the sense of community as much um, in my life as I as I have now. Um, you know, particularly in sporting communities, um, that I would never have found them of value to me personally. You know, I had other stuff to do, and I go and do them. But yeah. for me, that's been the really big growth for me. Uh, that you know, to be involved with a bunch of people who, you know have other lives yeah. but you know the, their involvement and their commitment to not just the process of running but but the people that they surround themselves with is just i've just found it a marvelous thing it's um yeah and um you know it's being probably self-centered and you know focused on my own stuff to be looking at other people and enjoying their company and enjoying their um contribution it's been a really lovely thing. I've just enjoyed it immensely. And I think um, it's probably even highlighted more in this crazy time that we're all in with the the world, with with COVID. Community, I think, has been one of the things that's, um, that's stood out for everybody, no matter what's going on in their life. Um, so having found a community with your running, it's obviously, you know, one of the things that, that's stood out. Because yeah, of COVID yeah. Because like, we used to do a bit of those sort of you know park run touristy thing, and we go and yeah. a few different mm -hmm. different places. But you know, since we've been back, I've just like, no, I don't want to go to the other park run. I want to go to my park run with my people, you Same. know. And I'm, I, I want to volunteer, or I want to have a run, you know. And I want to go and have breakfast with them afterwards. And you know, we've you know share stupid stories on Facebook messengers, you know, yeah. and. Um, yeah. you know enjoy each other's company it's been yeah i've just really enjoyed it so it's something that i would never have thought i would have enjoyed um 
historically, but just, you know, absolutely adoring it. I've always found it fascinating um, with runners is that they come from all walks of life as well, which makes it really interesting. So probably in that group uh, that you have up there, you would have people from all walks of life. They're not just one colour or one, if you know what I mean, they don't just have one, they're not just all doctors or nurses or teachers. Yes, yeah, like, that's right. You just have people from all walks of life. From, yeah, find yeah, that it's quite interesting. I mean, we are in a, being in an inner city area, you mm -hmm. do tend to get a bit more of that. More professional um, type. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Whereas, you know, I've, I've come across some other groups, you know, where, you know, it is much more racially diverse and much more socially diverse. You know, I've got some friends out in the west of Brisbane, you know, and that's, they, uh, you know, it's a much more diverse community out there than probably the inner city one is. Hmm, that's interesting. Um, so tell me, what's your training like? What you, what's a typical training week for Chris? Oh, uh, well, look, when I, you know, when I wanted to be stupid and, and not look after myself, it was, I was running five, six, seven Ks every day yeah, and running it really, really hard. Yeah. Uh, and, and then went, oh, you know, I can't do that because my body won't let me do that. <laughs> um, you know, went and got, you know, this radiology work done and all of that sort of stuff mm. and took my break and came back. And I still, it still played up, you know, still like a little fresh stress fracture, stress reaction. Yeah. So I actually went and got some proper help, mm -hmm. you know. I'm very reluctant to go and get proper help, you know. And I, I went to in-training guys and, um, yeah. you know, went to the physios there and they're like, no, nah, you got to change your shoes. Yeah. You know, stop running on a stability shoe, get a neutral shoe. Yeah. Um, and I saw, you know, immediate relief on my stress or that stress yeah. reaction in my mind. Uh, and they gave me a training plan too, you know. And it was and the, the big thing was don't run two days in a row. Yeah. And I was like, okay, really? And they're like, yeah, just be kind to yourself. And I'm like, what do you have to? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it's really good for you. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was just running like fives and then just gradually built up. So it's just running three days a week. Yeah. Um do my, uh, you know, 5K park run. And that's slowly been building up in speed as I've got, you know, my legs been better and looking after it. So I've got, so I was going from 27 minutes and back down to like 23 minutes now. Mm -hmm. So that's been really great. Do you uh, run, are you running by yourself in those training sessions? Mainly, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, and I'd always run, you know, like ever since I'd started back up, all of those things were always for myself. Yeah. So they were always running by myself. So you don't uh, run with your wife sometimes? No, nah, she's a bit slow. Oh, that's okay. That's what my no, husband no. would say sometimes. You're running too slowly. <laughs> no, no. Look, no, but look, see, for my, so for me, it was about losing weight. But for my wife, who is quite tall, she's 6'2", she's oh, very wow. tall. Yeah. Um, and she's had a lot of, you know, back pain. Yeah. Uh, so for her, it's a very different motivation, you know, and she won't physically get away with, you know, doing the some of the, you know, stuff yeah. that I do in terms of speed. So, mm -hmm. you know, we have to be much more patient with that. Yeah. Um, but for me, yeah, it was always about running alone because the, the motivation was internal. Yeah. Um, but now uh, I'll do a Tuesday run by myself. Yeah. Uh, which is a 10K, 10 to mm -hmm. 12K. Mm -hmm. And this was all 
you know, this was all my plan to get to Gold Coast and enjoy it. And, uh, so Tuesday, 12K, uh, we, the, the Road Runners group, we have a, a little run. It's about a 7K run. It's uh, called Church to Church. Yeah. So we, we start up at the St. Lucia uh, Ironside Uniting Church. Mm-hmm. We go for a run down to the uni, have a break, and you can go off in two groups. You can either go off and do the Princess Run up, Princess Street, that's some stupid hill that I've never even bothered to <laughs> subject myself to. <laughs> or we can go back up through the middle on a 7K run. Okay. And there's a group of us. I got invited along to this group and I just had no idea just how inspirational and amazing some of these people have been. And I don't know, I've been doing it 10 or 12 weeks now. And that's been this growth of the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just running with these incredible people uh, who have been doing running for a very long time, mostly. Yeah. There's a whole group of people in that group that have hardly been running at all and have been running probably just as long as I have. Uh, and they're all doing, you know, 10Ks and half marathons and they're not doing it by themselves, they're doing it as a group. Uh, and so that's my Thursday and then I do park run on Friday. And that's it. So I'm only doing about 25, 30Ks a week. Yeah. Uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, legs feeling good, body's feeling good. You know, is my head feeling good? I don't know, but we'll, uh, <laughs> everyone has the opportunity to fight through that themselves. And... So, are you mostly running on the road, like, or, you know, footpathy type yeah, of stuff? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Done any trail type running? No, but we have, um, we have some great trail places in Brisbane, mm. you know, particularly up around Vancouver. It's, um, it's, you know, it's, 5Ks out of the city, yeah. um, great hill, you know, all the TV towers are up on top of that, some wonderful walks and trails up through there. Mm. And, um, you know, you can get up to the top and there's coffee up there and great <laughs> views of the city and, you know, Stradbroke Island and Morton Island. And wow. uh, so that's very motivating. That's a great sort of break up from, you know, if you wanted to do it, you know, mm. get rid of your train process and just enjoy the enjoy that process yeah 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 so you know i'm not doing a huge amount of stuff but it is all road um you know some of the some of the paths you know bikeways and and run paths in brisbane are fantastic along the river um you know and i am 300 meters away from the river Um, yeah you know it's just a beautiful environment to be in Um, you you can just go out your door and and head in a few different directions and give yeah, you some- yeah. Well, the good the good thing is I can walk out the door across the road and grab the ferry and you know start at a different location to you know uh, go and start somewhere else. So oh, you know I can mix it up pretty nicely. So I'm very fortunate. So when you're running, what are you thinking about? What kind of things? You don't need yeah, specifics. <laughs> uh, so when I um, when I first started doing the walk and the running, um, I always had I always had something to listen to. Just yeah. to try and just to try and block everything out, you know, yeah. just to, to deal with that. So is that music or podcasts or books? Both. Yeah. Well, all three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All three. Yeah. Audio books, um, podcasts, music, anything. Anything just to block out all the noise and the, mm-hmm. the traffic that was going on in the brain. Yeah. Um, and I probably did that for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. But there was probably a point where I went, I started doing a bit of meditation. Yeah. And uh, that was a really lovely process to go along with better diet and, mm-hmm. and exercise was to do a bit of meditation. And it took me a while to sort of 
get into the swing of it. Um, I didn't, oh, the first time I did it, I nearly walked out. <laughs> so you went you went to a place you didn't do like a, one at home you know no, so no, you no. went to a meditation center yeah, or whatever yeah, they're called yeah no, i just went to a psychologist and oh, yeah. rather than doing the psychology thing he did meditation i was like oh. no this is stupid i really <laughs> don't want to do this uh but you know got after a couple i was like no actually this isn't too bad actually this is quietening the mind down a little bit you know yeah. not not the, the, you know, race off and try and avoid the issue. Mm. Um, so steadily, I, I actually started running without headphones mm-hmm. um, and just started, you know, using sort of those mindfulness techniques to look at my my action, my running action. Yeah. And I uh, just found myself getting better running action because I was using those sort of mindfulness techniques to do that. And uh just, uh, I, I took my headphones for a running session just recently mm-hmm. and I got about 7Ks in and I felt exhausted. Wow. And That's I was like, oh, I've got to take these headphones off. They're just so distracting. Uh, and suddenly I just started running properly again, you know? So, uh, yeah, it's that really interesting. interesting. It was a good learning process, that one. That, yeah. Uh, just go out and enjoy it. Um, you know, Listen it's a to your body. Yeah, well, not just that, but in, enjoy enjoy the run for what it is. Don't think that it's, you know, some sort of, you know, you have to do a technique. Yeah. Just get out there and enjoy it. Uh, and I think that, um, you know, some of my best times have come because, you know, you've just gone, stuff it, let's just enjoy the run for what it is, you know, and yeah. suddenly you're like, oh, this is working properly. Um, <laughs> and, you know, you hear all of those elite sportsmen, you know, in their processes, they talk about, you know, not thinking ahead and all that sort of stuff. And you go, okay, there's, there's, there's something in this, you know. I mm. don't know whether I'm <laughs> very good at it, but, you know, definitely getting uh, getting some benefit from that process. Yeah, I, re- I love that. Um, I don't think enough people, like I talk to lots of runners, obviously, and we're either all listening to stuff, which I'm a bit guilty of, or we're always running with people and which I do a bit as well Uh, but those days where I just run by myself and as you said uh, don't take my headphones with me are the days where I'm having you know whether it's having conversations with my with myself or really listening to my body a bit like concentrating on my breathing a bit and I find things sort of tend to flow a bit more just you know once I get into it and stop resisting uh, they tend to uh, to flow a bit more because yeah that's right I think the the whole, you know, yes, I know we need to make dinner, but put that aside. Let's just let's just run. Or uh, yeah, the boss said something absolutely stupid at work, and I really that's really bugging me. Okay, I'm just going to put that to the side now. Let's just run. Um, yeah, it's been a really interesting process to do that. Um, oh, your hips are dropping a bit. Like straighten your hips up a little bit. Just mm. run with the flow. You know, just those types of things. Um, dealing with all those types of things has been really great. That being mindful uh, and being in that moment as you... Yeah, yeah, it. yeah, which is, you know, I I'm, I'm tend to overthink everything. So, um, you know, to be in that situation is pretty good. Mm. Yeah, for those of us, and I think plenty of people in the community are, are in their head a lot, um, yeah. certainly one of my things. So those moments where you take to just be in that space and then those other things actually... 
none of them really matter that much. No. At least that you're ruminating over them it makes them into these great big things and the reality well that's right yeah they probably do matter but you know making them bigger than they really are probably makes it worse in most cases totally totally i totally agree so in this new wonderful world of running that you have found chris uh in your late 40s 50s um how long do you think that you you will keep running what is your Oh, I don't, know. I don't know. Um, you know, I've done lots of things, you know, I've played music and I've run my own business and I've, you know, made some interesting foods and I've, um, you know, done lots of, you know, grown plants and all sorts of different things. I, I don't know. I mean, it might last 10 years. It might last three years. I don't know. Yeah. I really don't know. And I guess that's the one thing that it's like, just enjoy it for what it is when it is um yeah you know i've got got a really good sense of community um have some very good friends and um you know one thing that will probably keep it going a little bit longer is that um i started running with my younger brother um, yeah you know recently and he's always been much fitter and much more of an athlete than i have and um you know we have a lot in common but we uh you know, didn't realise we had a, a good love of running in common. Mm -hmm. And that's been a really great process um, just in this last year or so. So he lives near you? Yeah, yeah. And during COVID, we were actually doing these little 15K runs along the river, meet up at the Regatta Hotel. Not that we had a drink afterwards, but <sighs> we'd meet up for an early run and, you know, just run through the city and, uh, you know, nice 15, lazy easy run that was great and uh, you know that's been a really nice process yeah. yeah yeah so um you know to see how long all of this stuff goes from well, I, I don't know uh you know probably too fickle to say that it'll last forever but you know i'm just enjoying it while it's there while it's here and giving you the benefits that that you are yeah absolutely yeah. Yeah. and, and yeah. once no, you weren't expecting for somewhere yeah um so interesting because you were talking about food and and wine obviously earlier so how does that how do they play a part in your life now in oh, uh, i i dropped alcohol during the week um i thought that was a really good process to be a bit more disciplined because uh, you know you can just go oh, i've had a bad day i'm just gonna have a couple of drinks and then you know have another couple of drinks tomorrow and yeah. suddenly by the end of the week you know you've had a lot of you've had you know 10 drinks and um and it just adds weight really at the end of the day uh so you know finding mechanisms to deal with you know not having a drink is you know that that's some people will find that harder than others but yeah. i found it reasonably okay um but you know i've got a pretty good wine collection i bet you have <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty good uh i haven't well, let's just say i have an off-site storage so you know I've got a, a reasonable amount of wine wow uh yeah yeah no so it was good uh it's just but become you know, a weekend we thing. cook a lot um mm. we you know still go out to dinner a lot um yeah. but just don't do it during the week just do a yeah. bit of you know make some nice meals um on a sunday or a mm -hmm. you know monday night and have them for the rest of the week uh, i think that was an important part of that you know get organized and yeah uh, the weeks the weeks that we don't do like a sunday cook up and have those meals ready then you know you fall back into some bad habits and you know you you do takeaways and whatever else yeah. um, 
but when you can be organized and go look i'm going to get a bit proactive make some nice meals mm-hmm. um have them in the freezer ready to go that's when i think you you, you know that's when we succeed at the best mm-hmm. that's a little bit like you know having your running clothes ready the night before when you have to uh, get up like that yeah, preparation. Yeah, i've definitely got into that habit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i'll have uh, but but you know like if we're going to have a busy saturday um you know, I'll, I'll have all my clothes ready, lined up. <laughs> um, so I just, just never thought, yeah, uh, it's, I heard it once, that, you know, that it was a bit of a thing and I just started finding myself doing it, you know. Yeah. It's odd, but that's okay. It's, uh, it takes away some of the resistance <laughs> for um, that our, our, our bodies, like we often, we want to go for a run, but then we start resisting because we naturally don't, want to do things that might hurt a little bit so even though we all love our running there's typically a little an element of a little bit of pain somewhere in that and so we tend to resist a monkey mind tends to resist so when you when you're a little bit prepared um that takes away some of that resistance absolutely yeah but i definitely found myself doing it you know just to have everything lined up because the one thing you know invariably that you forget um for park run is you know you forget your you forget your barcode of course (laughs) <laughs> so uh and I walk down I walk you know it's only two and a half k's down to my park run so I just walk down there so uh, you know you can sometimes forget it but... <laughs> you need to have a tattooed on yeah <laughs> <laughs> I bought one of the armbands which is good so you know it just sits out on the table then Exactly right. Mine's just laminated still. I'm pretty old fashioned. Oh, uh, <laughs> I, I, I did that. I did that originally. I had it in my pockets, you know. But I, I found the laminate was stabbing me oh, <laughs> in the leg. You know, I was like, no, I can't put up with this anymore. So I just went and bought myself one, and and it went through the washing machine a few times too. You know, so I went and bought the armband, and that that's a lot better. It does seem like a good idea. I probably should do that. <laughs> One day. Um, One thing I thought when I was listening to your story um, and the change of your lifestyle, it seems that you've had, I wondered how your um, old friends and family and your kids, for example, how have they taken this change for you and your wife? Is it been? Oh, really good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've just seen how much, you know, that they're good. They're good. They've always been good supporters. You know, we've had, I've got some friends, you know, that, that mentored us, you know, I went to high school with, you know, we, we still see each other most weekends mm-hmm. and, um, you know, they were great. Uh, but, you know, just other family and everyone, you know, they've just been great. It's just uh, this real encouragement. And then you're like, well, do you want to come for a run? And they're like, no. <laughs> I'm glad you are. <laughs> <laughs> but we're really excited for you. So go for it. No, it's it been wonderful. Us. And, you know, the family photos look a lot better too, you know. <laughs> I reckon your kids are probably very proud of you. It's actually yeah, really well, look, my, see, um, we had kids really young. So my kids are in their, in their 20s, you know, and they left home. Um, so to be, you know, 50 and, and free of kids, you know, uh, awesome. we can go to their place. And uh, our daughter lives in Canberra and we went and did uh, Park Run over Christmas and we did Park Run over Easter. Mm-hmm. and uh you know it was really lovely you know uh, my wife and my daughter went out and you know they had their had their walk which was really lovely and yeah. had a lovely run. uh it was weird to be in christmas in canberra and it was you know nine degrees overnight and <laughs> everyone's in singlets and t-shirts and wearing jumpers and <laughs> <It's like> acclimatizing <laughs> yeah yeah we wouldn't do it you know we 
definitely look like we're from Brisbane. But um, you know, to be able to be able to spend time with family um, and feel you know fit and healthy, and um, you know enjoy that time has been really good. And mm. you know, we moved back to Brisbane from the Hunter Valley in you know the about 2016 and, and and the purpose was to be closer to family and really enjoy that time and yeah uh, I must say now that I'm feeling fitter and healthier um, to enjoy that time a, a lot better yeah um, you know it's very motivating it's very encouraging so you, um, that's that extra benefit that's hard to quite define that you know not only are you feeling fitter and healthier but that means you can move feel through life more easily more smoothly more with more energy with more mm. you know just that you know just you can fit you feel like you can do more your capacity feels bigger I think when you're when you're feeling healthier I think that's a good way to describe it so you can fit all those um, things with family and friends in and it, it just all yeah. feels all has a flow yeah yeah and you don't go oh really sorry I'm just I'm, I'm just, just not up to tired. it today yeah just too tired yeah. I just can't do that today whereas now it sort of tends to be, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. I can take it all in, which is great. And it's in some ways that's a gift to your family and friends as well because you can. Oh, yeah, they're, they're far, you know, they're patient of me, so that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> because you can fit them in now because you have the capacity to, which is yeah, exciting. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. All right, so tell me, Chris, if you were new and because you are, it's, you know, not that many years ago, what would be your advice to a beginner runner someone's thinking well Chris has made this sound like a pretty good idea for lots of reasons yeah. uh, what would you suggest that they do I think you've got to get a, like something that worked for me that I think it, it's an easier step is you just got to set that time where you just go for that walk and, and I don't think it matters how how far it is to be honest mm-hmm. just got to set the time to do it like a 3K walk's pretty much, I reckon pretty much anyone can do a 3K walk. Yeah. Um, five's a bit, you know, five takes a bit more effort. Whereas a three, if you can just set the alarm for whatever time, if you're a morning person, do it early in the morning. If you're mm-hmm. a, if you're a, a, not a evening person or an afternoon person, do it in the afternoon after you get home from work. Um, but you just got to do it. Um, mm-hmm. And it's harder in winter because obviously, you know, the sun's up later, you know, sun's down earlier. So, you know, if you can do it in a well-lit spot, you know, mm-hmm. if you, you know, then, then you've got to find that time. And sometimes that's hard in different urban environments. But I think if do it every day, just three Ks, it's not, it's not that hard. And just, um, just drop something out of your diet. Yeah. Just, you know, be, be it alcohol or a dessert, you know, just drop them out for the week and just do that little commitment for that, amount of time um, and you'd be surprised you, you might you might be really surprised about how effective just something that small can be mm. and they're, they're pretty small commitments um, and if you can do them for like two months like eight weeks I think you think you'd find yourself in a in a place that you didn't think you were you, that it could be possible to achieve yeah so it's that consistency over it a period of time which doesn't have to be as long as perhaps people first imagine yeah play up all you like on the weekend just go for it yeah. you know but but just during the week like monday monday to friday just like drop them out yeah drop a dessert mm-hmm. or you know 
or drop a schnitty, you know, like, uh, and, and go for a 3K walk. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to run. Mm. I don't think the run's important. Mm. But it's just getting out and doing that little bit of activity. That's about a half hour, you know. Yeah. That's a half hour walk. Like, that's all you really need to start with. And then see how you feel after that. Mm. That's, that's my, you know, it's simple. It's, it, and if it's not simple, like, you're not going to do it. That's right. You have to have that um, a bit of motivation, but also um, if it's too complex or feels too hard, you, yeah. consistency doesn't happen. You might be able to yeah. do it one or two times, but if it felt crap, you don't care. Yeah, I've got them. I've got them set as an alarm on my phone. Yeah. So I've got a I've got a park run, you know, wake up alarm. I've got a you know church to church alarm, wow. and it goes you know it goes off at whatever time, and it says, oh, I've got to do church to church. Okay. Yeah. You know, because we have it at work. Like we have all these calendar entries at work. Oh, I've got to go and do this next. Okay, I'll just go and do that. Yeah. Well, you know, set, set some as a run, you know, or set some as a walk. And then as a, a self-employed person, one of the things we add to that, because we're always putting things into our calendar, they don't always get done, but we're always putting things in there. No. So in order, because they don't always get done, one of the things um, I heard a few years ago was to honour your calendar. So if you put it in there, that's the thing that has to happen. As opposed to, you know, just dumping, as you said, you've worked for yourself in the past as well, sort of dump, it's a bit like your to-do list gets dumped into your calendar, but then you never quite have enough time or resources to. No, that's right. So so that honouring the calendar, taking that concept from the self-employment world and putting it into this kind of concept, I think is also quite important that just because you put it in there and it's for you and nobody else will know if you didn't do it saying to yourself i'm going to honor what i put in there for me. yeah and if you this is probably one that you can't delegate out you know you just <laughs> you just got to go and do these ones unfortunately unless you get a friend to come with you and then it's kind of a half a delegation because... yeah i think so yeah absolutely yeah it's a shared I, I think um you know like if you if you've got a partner and you you want to make a change like i, I think doing it together is you know that's probably where you're going to have the success um, you know, my wife and I did it together and I think that that was the real success because when I, like, if I travelled for work, like, it was pretty easy to do those things, you know, just, you know, really dedicate to, you know, finish work, go back to the hotel, go for a run, Yeah. you know. But when you're back at home and it's like, oh, what are we going to do tonight? And it's like, no, we're not going to, you know, just do Uber. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so we're just going to yeah. go and get some. we're going to make something we're going to do it yeah. and we'll go for a walk and you know so yeah. having some of those sort of you know doing it together things yeah definitely That's definitely important, important. Mm. Mm. excellent well it has been an absolute delight to get to know you a little bit more chris is there anything that we haven't covered that you would like to talk about in regards to your running journey no, I think we, we covered a lot of territory there, didn't we? Yeah, we did. It's been really, really good. It has been a delight, as I said, to get to know you, especially, you know, the enthusiasm from new runners. We kind of forget about it a bit when we've been doing it for, you know, more than half my life. It's kind of like, um, you know, as an adult anyway. Um, yeah, so yeah. It's, it really is lovely to hear from someone who's still very enthusiastic and in those beginning stages. Who knows? You might turn around and the next time I say, how long will you run for? And you could, you'll say, like Betty said, probably um, you can never imagine not running. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, absolutely. In, in your future. But, uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah, and um, look, um, uh, so, yeah, Betty's, um, you know, one of these great, amazing runners that, um, 
you know, I, I asked her how she was going one day and she said, look, I'm 77 years old. Um, you know, how do you think I'm supposed to be going? I'm like, okay, right, I'll just, I'll just, keep, I'll just shut up and keep running. Because <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going fine. She is amazing. Um, but she's been a great, uh, great encourager, um, you know, just uh, to, to run with some of those, you know, guys at mm -hmm. Brisbane Road Runners, you know, and I'm 50 and going, oh, I'm actually one of the younger ones, you yeah. know. That's, that's, uh, that really puts a different perspective on where are you at in your life and where do you want to be and what do you want to do? Um, because you've got to 50 and suddenly don't feel quite old. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I actually don't feel like there's a lot still to be done, you know. That's, that's marvellous. It is. It's, it's uh, they're the, the, the light ahead, if so to speak. You know, you can yeah, see that yeah. us in our 50s, you can see that actually, um, you know, this is the beginning. It doesn't need to yeah, be incredible. Uh, the end, which is what some people seem to think when they look ahead to people in their 50s. <laughs> it's like, Exactly right. <laughs> We're actually at the beginning. Hmm. Anyway, thank you, Chris. Stay on. I'll have a chat uh, when I finish the recording. But again, like I said, um, it has been a delight to get to know you and a bit of your running story. And I do appreciate the time you've shared with us. Oh, good on you, Michelle. It's been a great time. Thanks very much. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mind Fit Body podcast. For a bunch of resources to help you get and stay fit, head over to the website fitmindfitbody.co and I'll see you there. I'll also be back here once a week. Bye.